0: This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. There are legends around here. He died in my G fucking king of the zombies Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them. But they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers.
1: Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah. Joined tonight by Mark and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend?
2: Doing really good. good. Pretty good, pretty good.
1: Great. Glad to be back with you guys this week. Um, We are going to be talking about our favorite and least favorite directors tonight. Um, Before we get into all that, though, what have you guys been up to this week?
2: Well, today I just went with a friend to my very first ever pre-release event for Magic. So I got to yeah it's really cool so basically you get six booster packs and you open the booster packs and then from that you make a deck so you're not allowed to use any of your cards that you already have and then you play against each other and it was really fun i've never done a card game event before it was a lot of fun do you believe in magic (laughs) yeah we found a new store man and this it's, it's really cool because they do events on Sundays, which is the best day for us to play. And they have super fair prices. A lot of other stores we go to, the prices are so high, it's just easier to go online. But they're competitive with online prices. It's a really nice place to play. So we're probably going to keep playing there. Um, we finished, finished Invincible. Okay. And that show, I, I would say that the last, I would call the last two episodes the finale. And the finale to that show is probably one of the best finales I've seen on any TV show ever. It was so good. I, if you, if you like superheroes or comic books, I highly recommend that show. Okay. Um, as far as movies, we still haven't watched the new, uh, Conjuring movie yet, even though we've been playing on it. I haven't really watched many movies Just been trying to get back into playing games They got the new Fortnite Seasons, so we've been playing that And that's about it
1: Not too bad <laughs> Not too bad at all What about you, Ted?
3: I've been watching a lot of movies this week <clears throat> From my, my, my vinegar syndrome stuff Like, I watched Alien from L.A., which was, I love that movie. Um, It's also one of my favorite Mystery Science Theater 3000 episodes. So, again, it's just nice to have the movie itself on disc. Um, Donnie's Bar Mitzvah, which is wild and a crazy movie, really funny. Uh, Both Scandercop movies, fantastic transfer from Vinegar Syndrome. Those movies are great prospect really uh, surprised me that was a really good sci-fi movie about a girl and the guy having to survive on this trying to get off this planet it's really good um watch like old dracula um, play dead which is one of the most ridiculous movies i've seen in recent years about a dog that not just kills people but murders people it's fantastic uh I mean, and the dog actually picks up a curling iron and and throws in a bathtub to electrocute a woman. He actually poisons a person in a movie. He actually takes a can of poison and poisons their drink. It's 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 great. And it's all played straight too, like, which makes it even like more ridiculous and and silly instead of it being like a goofball movie. It's <laughs> you just kind of check it out. It's crazy. Uh, I was laughing throughout the night watching that the other night i mean and i watched like best friends which was a weird movie um a perfect strangers from larry cohen that was a really good movie um i've just been i've been going through so many There, there's more but it's, it's just it's it's a lot of movies so that's pretty much all yeah. i've been doing is just chilling and like surf 2 i watched surf 2 that's great i watched the director's cut that's a fun movie with uh, Eddie Deason as the villain. I love it. Nice.
2: <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs>
3: so, so I'm so happy that Vinegar Syndrome put that out, and the two-disc collector said which is great. Uh, Lust in the Dust I watched with uh, Lenny Kazan, Tab Hunter, Divine. That was a fun movie. I enjoyed that one. So, yeah, just been watching movies, enjoying them. Um, got to hang out with our friend Doc in Friday night after he's been and out of the hospital for the past couple of months, so he's doing a lot better and so it was great hanging out with him and Sean was with us and it it was really fun uh hanging out with him the other night played some Friday with him, so that was good uh and my nephew was 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 with us too, so that was fun too and my nephew was playing other games, but it was yeah. still fun so yeah it's it's been a pretty fun and chill week uh yeah
1: now that that prospect movie is is that one of the uh the partner labels movies? It is, and it's it's great, man. Okay. because so I remember seeing that. I, I was thinking about picking that up. Um, it was just another one of the ones I haven't picked up yet. Uh, did you watch uh, – <laughs> I, I, I I'm trying to remember if you mentioned it. Did you watch uh, Six-String Samurai yet? I, I
3: haven't yet. Okay. I, that's one I haven't watched yet.
1: Got it. All right. I was wondering how that turned out just because I haven't had a chance to take a look at that either yet. That's definitely on my two-watch list because I've, I've got, like, a pile of 2 watch movies that I'm getting ready to watch here uh, probably this mm-hmm. week. So uh, that's definitely in there uh, as well. As the scanner cop movies and a couple other miscellaneous ones from them from the last sale. So
3: the scanner cop movies are great. Yeah. And the two part the two part documentary on both those films are great too.
1: Okay. Good to know. I to... I mean,
3: like like Patrick Patrick, Like that dude's like in his mid seventies, but I, he doesn't look it, man. He looks like he could be in his late fifties yeah early 60s i mean he's taking care of himself apparently he looks great i was like darn man i hope if i
1: make it to that
3: age i hope i look as decent as he does (laughs) right i was like geez because that that dude looks he does not look his age
1: no definitely not (laughs) that's great all right yes i'll have to add that to my uh keep that in my list and make that a priority to watch this week for six string samurai um for me uh, it's been kind of a kind of a more relaxed week with watching movies. I haven't really watched a whole lot this week. Uh um I I've I'm catching up with Shits Creek. I'm almost through my second watch through that. I'm uh, in uh C- season 6 now for that. So that's going pretty good. Um that's mostly what I've been watching this week is just at night, especially just trying to get used to this new schedule because it was my first week in this new schedule and I'm just like totally out of fucking whack with my sleep schedule and everything. So I usually been using that to kind of just relax and just wind down for the night. So I've been doing quite a bit of that. Uh, watched last driving. Uh, my best friend actually came down. I hadn't seen him in a while. So uh, we, we watched that. They showed, um uh, what was the movies? Oh, uh, evil speak. So the classic uh, Clint Howard movie, and then they uh, showed a foreign film called uh, Day of the Beast, I think. So that one was interesting. Basically, this priest just, uh, finds out when the Antichrist is coming and decides to go on this sinning binge and just like <laughs> do every kind of sin possible to communicate with the devil and to try to stop the Antichrist and all this shit. It's fucking weird, but it's a very interesting movie. Very, I, I do highly recommend it. That kind of sounds counterproductive. <laughs> no, it's it's so weird, but the end it's of the world's
3: come. let me let me stay as much as I want.
1: <laughs> well, it's to try to stop the Antichrist from being born because he figures out the day that he's supposed to be born, um, and all this, and so it's supposed to be Christmas Eve of uh 1995. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> such yeah. a random year. <laughs> it is. It is.
1: But I mean, the movie was made in '95, so. but anyway so that that it was it was a good episode of the last drive-in um next week is their season finale it'll be interesting to see what they have there and then other than that i went to the movies uh yesterday and we i I went on a date and we ended up seeing um in the heights so it was a a musical so not a whole lot to really watch oh and i did watch a little bit of old school wrestling so a little bit of uh it was WCW I watched this week, and a little bit of AEW just trying to catch up on some of their stuff, so I did watch some AEW um, from this week, but other than that, that's all I've really been watching. Otherwise, I've been sleeping, or at least trying to sleep, my whole fucking schedule's just all fucked. Not falling asleep until like 1 a.m. and then waking up at 5. It's been fucking terrible. Ugh. But it, it it'll just take a little bit for me to get used to, so... It'll be good, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to having my weekends back and honestly getting off early during the week and being able to come home. Because, like, with being in this fucking apartment, it's always a fucking struggle to try to get laundry and shit done because there's one unit for eight apartments, basically, because each, each of our buildings has eight apartments in it. So trying uh-huh. to find days to do your laundry when you've got families living in the same building and there's only one washer and one dryer, it gets fucking crazy trying to do laundry around here. I hate it. I really wish I had an in-unit laundry, um, you know, set up, but I, I just don't here, But Oh, so there's no place
3: for you to have one in your apartment?
1: Nope. Uh, that, oh, there's, like, certain ones that do have it, but those uh-huh. were, like, almost two grand a month. Holy crap. Yeah, so, I mean... It's it's hard enough trying to pay 1300 a month for an apartment, so yeah. It's yeah. Because on top of that, I mean, I pay for all of my utilities too, so like mm-hmm. none of them are included with my rent. So it's it's hard sometimes. I really miss owning my own place, that's for sure. So that'll be nice to be able to be able to come home early during the day and being able to get like laundry and shit done. But that's about all I got really going on here. So uh, I, I did want to co- touch on a couple things with regards to just a little bit of news that's been kind of making the rounds this week. So uh, obviously we've been talking a lot about the evil dead game. They they've released like the gameplay trailer this past week, which looks fucking badass. Um, they also released like the cover art for, for the game itself and, you know, we basically got confirmation that Henrietta um from Evil Dead 2 is going to be in the game. We've gotten confirmation that Evil Ash from Army of Darkness is going to be in the game. Uh so we've gotten some new characters that are supposed to be in the game, which is very exciting and just kind of seeing just how the gameplay works looks fucking badass. I I'm I'm totally hyped for this fucking game. Me too. I want
2: I want miniature evil Ash as a playable character. <laughs> Wouldn't
1: that be fucking great? <laughs> just being able to control uh, like a bunch of them. Yep. <laughs> what, what, what if they could do it like
3: if you killed evil Ash but you didn't really kill him it just split him into the mini evil Ashes.
2: Oh
1: god, that And they're would be all great. like bumping
3: up on you. <laughs>
1: Poking you in the eyes. Dumping the boiling water down your throat. I love it. Be this great. game looks
3: great, though. I can't wait for it.
1: It's 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 giving me hope for another good horror multiplayer game. You know that kind of brought us together, like Friday the Thirteenth. It'll just give us something new to be able to play. Yeah, and, yeah. So
2: what uh, the predator was supposed to be.
1: That ended up being a letdown, even though it's still fun to play.
3: I I, knew, I, knew, I told you guys, didn't I not tell you when that came out? I was
2: like, this game's not going to be well, as high
3: you
1: you
2: you uh, jumped in before I was going to say the biggest letdown about that game was Ted never played with us. Uh huh. I, I played the free weekend,
3: <laughs> but I knew I knew playing it. I was like, this game's going to fizzle really quickly, and I was right.
1: <laughs> it did, purple. and honestly, it, it is a fun game. But if you're playing by yourself, it's not fun. It's it's one of those games you got to be playing with people you know, it, it otherwise it's, it's it's really just not that fun because it's very it is repetitive. I mean, the map is repetitive because there isn't really anything different. I mean, it, they make a little changes to make the map look different, but it it basically looks the same no matter what you do. So I mean, wasn't just, it like
3: fifty bucks when it dropped? Like no, it was like it was like, like
1: it was forty. So it, was it wasn't, it. yeah, it, was it wasn't the full 60, like a normal video game, Okay, but I mean, still it's the,
3: the... No, we had fun. I mean, we did that streaming like what a year ago, two years ago, whenever it was that we did the free weekend together. Yeah.
1: It was about a year ago, a little over a year yeah. ago, I think.
3: Yeah. I mean, it was fun, but I was just like, yeah, this game isn't going to last as long like Friday did. <laughs> it's like, I know it's not. <laughs> I was, I was right. Nobody talks about it anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only thing that we've really heard about it is they have their anniversary thing coming out with, like, some new stuff, but it didn't even... Even that seemed very underwhelming um, yeah. from what they announced. So, I don't know. I mean, it's, it it had a good premise. It had a good... The gameplay was pretty good. Uh, You know, it, it's just overall, it was just kind of just underwhelming. It it wasn't as exciting as what they did with Friday the 13th, and obviously, Elphonic was involved with the development of friday the 13th the game and all that but uh, it's i think a, a lot of it just like coming off of friday the 13th the game with everything that you could do in there and kind of going to that and and unfairly it was compared to friday the 13th a lot um because it's definitely not friday the 13th and it's definitely a different type of game but at the same time it's just there, there was nothing to really kind of set it apart it's with,
2: still like an asymmetrical kind of game yeah. It is. But it's it it is a lot different, you know. You got the shooter aspect, which for me was the biggest letdown from the game because the shooting mechanics are not that good.
1: Yeah, no, it it really wasn't.
2: And playing playing the predator was really clunky for me. It was hard for me to understand the controls and.
0: Mm-hmm. It was.
2: I I agree. Trying to get up into a tree sometime was very counterintuitive.
1: It didn't work very well sometimes.
2: (laughs) It really didn't. It's just easier for me to
3: run around screaming. That seemed to help. (laughs) (laughs) Just hide in a bunker. But forget this. At the same
2: time, the little bit we played, I had fun. Yeah, I don't regret. It was fun playing.
1: No, I definitely don't regret buying it, and I, I would still even pop it in to play it now if if we were able to get everybody together to you know play it. You know, yeah. I, it's just it's just not top of my list of wanting to play. You know, it is what it is. It's it was a letdown overall. Just they they could have done so much more with it, and and they just unfortunately didn't. So even just different maps you know getting an urban setting you know like predator 2 just something just so it wasn't always in the fucking jungle like it was cuz it just and as cool as it looked and there is just it was the different map setups just weren't different enough
3: you know what would have been good what's that the grendel map <laughs> <laughs> i will never let that go no no was, After seeing the fan stuff, the the fan makes of it today, I'm so angry. I'm I'm angrier than what I was whenever they announced that we weren't going to get it because of the lawsuit. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: I was like, "This is bull. We should get this." I mean, they 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 just wasted their time on other stuff when they should have been like finishing the thing out, and they could have like patched stuff up if they if stu- you know if it was like bugs and glitchy. But nah, they just. They just took our money and we're just like, oh, sorry. But then now uh, people on the PC have modded it and they have gotten the game files and completed it. And it looks amazing. The kills look good. The map looks fantastic. Uber Jason looks beautiful. And I'm just, I'm more angry now at, at the company than, than ever. That was the
1: biggest cock tease ever.
3: Ooh. It was
1: <laughs> Jason X and the Grendel map. Nope. Sorry, not happening. No. <laughs> oh, well.
3: paranoia, yeah. paranoia mode. Nope. Never mind.
1: That that made me upset probably yeah, more than the yeah. Grendel and Jason X map because the, the thought of getting a new game mode in that game was so good. And I mean, honestly, we had fun when we made our own version of it after they fucked all that up. So when we because we we've streamed that before and that was a lot of fun. Um, just kind yeah. of doing our own version of it, which was fucking just so great and so much fun. We had, we'd spent a lot of hours doing it that way too. Yeah. But I remember
3: she knew in the back. That was the greatest. Thing <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not Jason. I'm not Jason's friend. <laughs> and then you turn your back. And I was like, goodbye, dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, Sean was Jason. And I started dancing around Sean and Sean was doing his version of a Jason dance. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's a fun time. Right at that time, when I, was, I, was, I was teamed up with what's his face, who's like just horrible as Jason. And I was like, you know what? Let's just kill Jason. I don't care. I want to be his helper. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll help kill him. <laughs>
1: God, it's too good. Ted,
2: you're a turncoat.
3: <laughs> he is.
1: You can't trust Ted in video games. I don't.
3: I don't want to say the name on the podcast, but y'all know who I'm talking about.
1: Hey, are you Jason's friend? (laughs)
3: That guy. That guy was Jason, and I'm just like, you know, this. Why'd I get stuck with
1: him? (laughs) Oh, I remember. Those are the days. God, it just makes just reminds me of all the fun we had with Friday the Thirteenth game. Like in the beginning, before they fucking turned off team killing, when you would have somebody that was being just a dick, and we would just all just turn on them and just fucking kill them, hunt them down, hunt them down, and just fucking murder them. It was just so much fun.
3: Even when they turned it off, we were like, you know what? Let's just get in the car and start running people over. <laughs> <laughs> don't <lie.
0: laughs>
3: I'm going to report you all.
0: You are going to get banned. <laughs>
3: like, yeah, sure. How many times everybody. did we hear that? Like, every nobody, fucking got, night. Nobody got banned. <laughs> Bunch of freaking wine sissies.
0: We'll <laughs> ban you. And we just
3: run them over again the next game.
1: Yeah, the whole Jason Kills Bugs website. I swear to God, you just send something into them, like, nothing ever really happened.
3: Oh, I didn't even know they actually had a website. Oh, they did. Stuff.
1: Yeah, because they stopped taking stuff over, like, Twitter and shit like that, and they just created a fucking website to um to report bugs and, like, glitches and other shit, you know, that was happening. Uh, that and, I didn't know. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's
3: funny.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: Good times. A few years we had Friday the 13th game. Not that the game's dead, but it basically is because they took dedicated servers away. Yeah. Oh, well.
3: The, the quitting, the host quitting ends the game and everything. That's that's It's that's annoying as shit. Forward. Yeah.
1: Now you have to basically play in a private fucking server just to even enjoy a game. Mm-hmm. If you have that many people well, still Doc, playing. Doc
3: and I, we, we got to play two games before we we got tired of playing and it it was actually a good lobby um the host didn't quit until after the second game i guess they were done but we got to play two full games and it was good nice of course we were playing with we were playing with people who are like at level seven level 10 so (laughs) it wasn't really all that challenging
1: i love it so yeah, so long tangent there, but yeah, that's 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 what's going on with Evil Dead the game here. Um The other thing I, I wanted to touch on is uh did you guys hear about uh trauma films partnering with Drive ins basically in the AGFA to release 70 classic trauma films?
3: I did not no, hear that. No.
1: Yes, so they uh um Oh,
3: like squeeze play squeeze and, play uh, the
1: first turn on sergeant kabuki man and uh yeah. toxic Avenger are some of the top ones obviously that they're gonna be doing so yeah so AGFA is teaming with them and and everything and so yeah so its it's gonna be uh drive theaters i and uh, i'm trying to find I'm just trying to look up some more information because i don't I don't know if they've had like a a listing of drive-ins yet yet and i'm I'm not seeing anything currently but But that's kind of exciting that they're
3: like squeeze play and waitress on Blu-ray. That'd be great. Have those remastered.
1: Yeah. So it's a, it's a great opportunity to get some of trauma stuff out there back into theaters. Uh, And obviously drive-ins is, is are the perfect way to do that, but then also to have the AGFA involved and, and all that, that's, that's good too. Uh, so I'm super excited because I'm hoping that maybe some of the uh, drive-ins that are around here will do some of this because I would love to go and see some trauma at the drive-in. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they actually do have a full list of like the movies that they're doing. So you've got stuff like Bloodhook, Bloodsucking Freaks, uh, <laughs> Bugged, Cannibal the Musical, uh, oh, Class oh, of yeah. Newcomb oh, High oh, movies, it. um, it's a Father's Day, the first turn on, Frightmare, Graduation Day, uh, so on and so forth. They, it, they've basically got most of their fucking movies um, that they're known for. I can for. do
3: it without graduation day. Yeah, <laughs> that be so boring.
1: It is. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty exciting. So I'm I'm hoping that we get more information on that soon because it's yeah. So it, it looks like currently they're just taking the theatrical bookings uh, starting immediately, but there's no like. Listing of theaters as of yet, so hopefully get that here shortly. So I just wanted to kind of bring that up too. And and is speak it,
3: is it just theatrical stuff, or are they going to put like some of these on like Blu-rays or something? This is
1: just for showing in, at drive-ins. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Got so. my hopes up.
1: <laughs> Sorry, chad no, wait- no.
3: Waitress is on the list. I'm looking at it now. Darn. Yeah. I would love to have that on Blu-ray.
1: It would be good. It definitely would be. Kind of keeping with the theme of uh, trauma here really quick, um, just a little bit more news regarding the Toxic Avenger remake, and I know we were talking about this um, before we started, Ted, uh, but Kevin Bacon is actually playing the villain in the remake for the Toxic Avenger, so that's just a little bit more news uh, about what's going on with that movie, so I'm all for that. Uh, I'm still kind of leery about this remake, but uh, I'm, I'm totally on board with Kevin Bacon being the fucking main villain in this movie.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's um, that's cool. the The synopsis sounds interesting for a remake. It's it's a little different, so yep. It's it's almost like it's keeping in the in the same spirit of the original. They just tweaked it, so I'm I'm interested in seeing how it how it's gonna do or how it's gonna play out. I mean,
1: yeah,
2: they have some really big shoes to fill, in my opinion. They do. Oh, they do. They do. It's... I'm I'm in the same boat as Isaiah. I want it to be good, but I don't think it will be. <laughs> I mean, if, if they go if they go with the
3: R rating and they're not going to be you know wimps about I mean, it, then it could be you know interesting.
2: I guess a better way to say is it's not that I don't think it will be. It's just I'm not letting myself get my hopes up on it. Right. Oh, no, I'm not hyping it up. I'm, I'm definitely
3: not getting my hopes up. Just, just the synopsis sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, it's it it'll be it'll definitely be interesting to just to see how it all plays out because I'm 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 not getting my hopes up like you, Mark, and because Toxic Avengers got like a special place in my heart. I mean, it was obviously the first trauma film I've ever seen. I mean, and you know, growing up with that and Toxic Crusaders, like I watched that shit at a young age, and I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's something I grew up with. And so it, it, just have them remake it and trying to make it more mainstream, I, I just don't know. It, I, I want it to be good because I would love to see a big-budget Toxic Avenger movie as long as it's done right in the same vein as Troma would do it. Uh, I, it's It's got to have that Troma feel, I, I think, in, in my opinion. Because if it doesn't, and if they just trying to do their own thing and just trying to make money off this fucking name. It's that's going to be a letdown to me. So
2: do you uh, think they'll explode a little kid's head in the movie? That's definitely not going to happen nowadays.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I doubt that would happen nowadays, but
3: Warner brothers or legendary films, whatever they're, they're not going to let that happen. (laughs) Remember, these are the people who, well, I don't know if it's the same executives again. This is the same company. That's like, We need Josh Whedon to to take over this Justice League movie. Mm hmm. Put put jokes and Marvel it, make it like Marvel. Man. We saw how
2: that that turned out. I posted a video on Instagram of me opening some Pokemon cards, and Warner Brothers hit it for copyright. And they don't own Pokemon, but they won the dispute. That's so dumb. What? It's owned by Nintendo. How the (laughs) heck is that even possible? Warner Brothers put a dispute saying I was putting up some of their property. If no, so, they don't have they don't own Pokemon. No, they don't.
3: <laughs> That's funny. Didn't they like distribute like the first couple of movies or whatever? And that was it?
2: I don't I don't know, but that wouldn't give them rights to the card game. No, it wouldn't. I'm am I'm just I'm trying to think. Why would they? It's <laughs> <That's>
1: crazy. <laughs> it's so dumb.
2: <laughs> I'm like whatever, you can have it. It was just a stupid 60 second video of opening some cards. <laughs> it's just Instagram. No one cares. I just thought it was it was funny.
3: Right. Actually, they they lied about it, Mark. What they really meant to say is that they own you, not the cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they own Mark, and he's not allowed to have any anything on on Instagram. So you're Rain. saying
2: I should have been wearing the special sunglasses that would say all my Pokemon just say consume. Yes,
3: yes. <laughs> I love Obey, it. Obey, consume. <laughs> marry and reproduce. Nothing says marry and reproduce like a set of Pokemon cards.
2: Yeah. Hey, that's where a lot of kids learned about uh, sex, because you bred your Pokemon to get eggs.
0: <laughs> <Mm-mm>. Wait, what? I <laughs> was Wait in the right game. There. You had to
2: take your... You had to take your Pokemon to the daycare and you had to leave a male and a female and then sometimes you'd come back and they'd have an egg.
1: There you go. <laughs> and
0: that's how life no. happens.
3: <laughs> My Pokemon goes to like the very first few games.
2: That was in the very the- first few games. <laughs> in the first generation? Like, like
3: the yeah, blue the version, Pokemon like the Roger, version?
0: Yeah,
2: It was in... Maybe not the blue version, but the very next one. Was yeah. that like gold and
3: silver? Yeah, maybe. When, okay,
2: I didn't get too far in silver. Um, but yeah, breeding Pokemon was in the original like '90s games. Oh, okay,
1: there you go. It's <clears> interesting. <throat> <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, that's all I had for news. Did you guys have anything you guys wanted to cover here before we get uh, started with this? Uh, looking at favorite and least favorite directors.
2: No, um, let's, let's just keep going so I
1: stop thinking about Pokemon
2: fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a second, uh, there's a new
3: Blu-ray of Pokemon season 18 coming out, and I'm scared. Just... <laughs> 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 I was just gonna say that the Vestron release for uh, the Wraith has dropped dramatically in price. It's twelve ninety nine now, like on Amazon, and pretty much. Pretty much everywhere, it's really cheap, so it's a good way to you know go ahead and pre-order it if you want to.
0: All right, sounds good. Nice.
1: Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and let's talk about some of our favorite and least favorite movie directors. Who wants to give us get us started here?
2: Um, I didn't want to like add them as my favorites, but I did have a couple honorable mentions to throw out real quick. Okay. It was, uh, just because they're newer. Uh, I really like Ari Aster and the things he's doing. Yep, but I don't think he would make my list of favorites. And then the same thing with John Krasinski. I really his two movies have been really good to me, and I'm really excited to see what he's going to do going forward. But I don't think either one of them
1: have earned their
2: place against the greats yet.
1: Right. Those are definitely some good callouts because yeah, they've done some really fucking amazing shit uh for the the movies that they've done so far and it's it's exciting to see where where they uh will probably end up going you know in the years to come as as their careers really start taking off and kind of robert eggers is kind of in that same boat too i I've, i yes, really liked I, the movies that he's done that, yeah cuz uh, lighthouse was fucking amazing um even the witch was was pretty good too uh and he's got another one that's coming out here uh what was the the northman or something like that I think that's what it is. I I don't know. Let me look that up really quick, because that's going to bug me otherwise.
3: <laughs> just this and John Krasinski is tapped to direct to Ice Eisley Cantina, a Star Wars story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the hell out of that, Ted. <laughs> but John Krasinski would probably be great. Yeah. Get Rain Wilson as like some space to white or something.
1: There you
2: go. He's like the the shitty bounty hunter that you give all the dumb jobs to. <laughs>
3: That'd be great. Guys, I what think did. we've made a movie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
2: Michael Michael Scott Copy would be like the the like mid middle management for the Empire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let, let's change it up a little bit
3: like copyright sales podcast so disney you can't take this now <laughs> <It's copyright official.
1: laughs> shit and yes uh it is called the northman is is his new movie so i did remember that correctly that one that All one's right. got willem dafoe too so that's gonna be interesting anything with willem dafoe i i generally have to watch so um that yeah. should be pretty good but uh, yeah, so those are some good honorable mentions. So, uh, what do you guys got for on your list? Then,
2: um, you can go first, Mark. I, I mean, I can. I just I was just giving you the, the the space if you wanted to. So, um, I think my my favorites of all time would have to be between the three. Of my favorites would be George Romero, John Carpenter, and Wes Craven. As far as the old-timers, that I think they're set in stone. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard for somebody to come by and knock these three directors off of their pedestal. Sure. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's one of the best slasher movies ever made. I love the Scream franchise, even though that that's like either you love it or you hate it um john carpenter halloween vampires so many good movies out of him and then you got george romero who is the godfather of zombies and he directed my favorite movie of all time Mm. I, i i i feel in my opinion those are the three best horror directors of all time
1: sure no argument for me there All right. Well, what do you got, Ted? Ted. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I like it when you whisper my name like that. Mark. Teddy bear. Do it, do it again. <laughs> it's all your right, turn, um... Teddy bear. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, my list of favorites. Well, since Mark already mentioned George Romero, I'm not going to mention him. Um, I'm going to start with Larry Cohen. Um, I really like his movies. Um, he made so many different types of movies over his entire career. <laughs> I mean, like he had um the It's Alive trilogy, which is about killer babies, <laughs> which is which are really good. I love that trilogy. Um, and then he has something like God Told Me to about people who are killing other people because they they heard the voice of God told mm-hmm. them to. So very different types. And you have like Q, the Winged Serpent, which again is something completely different <laughs> and and like like perfect strangers which is a good drama um, crime type movie um, so Larry Cohen he he's he's fantastic um, Lucio Fulci I yes. really like um, he's just like Larry Cohen could do different types of movies everybody knows Lucio mostly for I know he did some zombie movies and they're really violent and bloody. But, you know, he did a lot of good thrillers, too, like um, The Psychic, which I really like. It's a good thriller and builds up the tension. And that that movie doesn't have, like, any gore or anything like that. It's just tension. It's really good. Um, uh, Clint Eastwood, I love him. There's only a few of his movies that I really don't like. Most of his movies are fantastic. I think he's a great... He's got another movie coming out soon, so I'm definitely going to be there to check it out. I, I love him. He's he's a fantastic filmmaker, and he's still pumping them out in his 90s. So, you know, keep going, Clint. Um, more on the independent side also, I would say Charles Band. Um, Charles Band's made some questionable movies, but I respect him very much. He's kept his company going, you know, for, a, for many, many decades, like Lloyd Kaufman. And... Um, I, I always have to check out whatever he's directed next. Um I'm a big full moon fan. That's a big part of my childhood growing up. Especially when I was getting more into the movies like like in junior high things like that. So <clears throat> Charles Band. Um, and then number one, my favorite filmmaker of all time is John Carpenter. I love his movies. You know, yeah, Halloween, obviously, but you got like, you know, Assault on Precinct Thirteen is great. Yep. Uh, some- someone's watching me and elvis the two tv movies he did in the 70s at the end of the 70s those are great movies too um escape from new york christine the fog my favorite movie of his is the thing i love the thing it's fantastic you know big trouble in little china prince of darkness they live body bags um vampires village of the damned escape from LA which is an underrated sequel I like that. I love that sequel
1: I've never understood you know? the hate for that sequel what's that I said I've 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 never really understood the hate for that sequel I I, I love that I, I movie
3: either it's a fun movie it's just it's 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 entertaining you know uh the ward I liked um it's not his best obviously but again I I didn't mind it um memoirs of invisible man um again that's a movie i don't hate um so so really i mean there's (laughs) i i I love his movies i I love his style I, i love where he places the camera i love his type of storytelling i think he's just fantastic and um we may never get another movie directed by him but you know what he's left us with uh so many good ones that you know he doesn't really have to
1: yeah I like it. I like it. Uh, for me, obviously, Carpenter's definitely up there, and so is Craven. Um, obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street being my number one favorite horror movie of all time because it, it was the first horror movie I was ever, ever uh, exposed to and experienced. I mean, <clears throat> that's huge on my list, so definitely Craven is there. Carpenter, in my opinion, made the best suspenseful horror movie of all time with Halloween. I mean, I think that movie is fucking perfect, and I know I've said that many times on on the podcast. Just I, I think it's the perfect horror movie. Um, there's nothing really bad about that movie that I can even say. It, it's so perfect, so they're definitely high up there. Romero, obviously, because uh, Dawn of the Dead is the one movie that made me want to make movies. And so he's, and I I have such love for all of the Dead movies, so Romero's definitely up there. Um, To kind of go beyond that, though, uh, a few of the other directors that I I really like, number one, James Wan. I mean, you've you've got Saw. Yep. You've got the Conjuring movies, Insidious. I mean, anything horror-related that he is directing has been very good. Um, I mean, the one kind of letdown was that one. Uh, what is it? Dead silence. I think is what it was.
3: Yeah, the, about the with the, the puppets or the whatever. Puppet.
1: Yeah, that one was wasn't necessarily a, a letdown, but it wasn't as good. But even then, it was still a halfway decent movie. Um, but yeah, basically anything horror related that he's done, I fucking loved, and I'm ex- super excited for Malignant when once that comes out here you know, later on in the year. Um, So I'm super pumped to see that it's everything horror that he's done has been very, very, very good. And so that makes him one of my top uh, directors for horror. Uh, On top of that, you've got Edgar Wright. I mean, Shaun of the dead. Uh, He's got that new movie, the uh, last night in Soho that's coming out. That looks really, really good. I mean, he uh, even beyond like the horror stuff, uh, you've got Hot Fuzz. Uh, you've got The World's End, Baby Driver. I mean, he's done some really fucking good movies. And so he's definitely up there, too, for me, for, for directors. Danny Boyle's another one. You've got 28 Days Later. And sunshine, I, sunshine is such a slept-on movie, and it's so fucking good. It's probably one of my favorites. I
2: love that movie so much. It's it's
1: like <laughs> my favorite science fiction movie, and then it's got that horror element to it, especially in the last half of the movie, where basically it turns into a slasher movie, and I fucking love that. It's such a turn um, with kind of the theme of it, and it just makes it so much better, in my opinion. It's such a good movie. And it sucks that, that it's so slept on. And he, he's just a phenomenal director. I, I don't think there's been one movie that he's made that I haven't liked, you know, um, even beyond the, the horror stuff. So uh, those are kind of the ones that I I had. Uh, I was trying to think if there was anybody else, and I can't really think of anybody else that kind of really sticks out.
2: I have a couple that I wanted to add on. Yeah. I just I just wanted to highlight the ones that I think are like reigning kings in my opinion. But I also I love Guillermo del Toro. He's he's amazing. Uh, Sam Raimi. I love everything Sam Raimi does.
1: um forgot One that comes up. What were, you, what were you gonna say? I said I forgot about Sam Raimi. <laughs> I mean Evil Dead. I mean, how can you forget about that? Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: And and there's one that I'll always have faith in because I just love everything they've done so far is Fede Alvarez. Yes. Uh, yes. What was it Uh Don't Speak or is that what it was called? Don't breathe. Don't breathe. That movie was amazing. Um. The 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 sequel sounds kind of wonky, but I'll still watch it. And I think he's just on as a consultant for that one.
1: Yeah, he's just producing it.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: Uh. Another
2: one I don't remember. I guess we'll just go with that before I bring up the ones that I don't like as much <laughs> as other people. <laughs> a- All right. Um, unless you guys wanted to expound on any of those. Um, um what was that?
1: I can't really think of anything else. Uh, I, I mean, we've kind of covered. Like, kind of the main ones, honestly.
2: I mean, and and it's not to say that there aren't other great actors yeah. out there, but I was highlighting the ones that I always have faith in when I go to see their movies.
1: Oh, definitely. Um,
0: if, if,
2: if we had time to talk more, you know, I, I would
3: have thrown in George Romero. I would have yeah. thrown in Stuart Gordon, because Stuart Gordon's fantastic, too. May he rest in peace now, also. But, uh, yeah. So I, I just put things down, like, five for each, because, you know, both lists can be long. Oh, <laughs> yeah. definitely. The ones that would get the most, um, that would that would seem the most interesting uh, to to put on a list, is the ones that I did.
1: Oh, you know what? The the other one I would add to my list is Lloyd Kaufman.
2: Yeah, Lloyd yeah, Kaufman also was. Lloyd's was on Lloyd's the
3: list. pretty good. I've got all of his movies on blue and DVD. Yeah. Troma's War is just fantastic. I
1: I love Trauma's War. <laughs> I fucking love.
3: I I've, Sergeant Sergeant Kabuki Man. Yep. I love with all my heart.
1: <laughs> that's probably beyond that's Toxic I mean, Avenger. That's probably my favorite Lloyd movie. Yeah. Um. Well, that and Terraformer is pretty good too. I mean, Terraformer is just gross out fun. It's just <laughs> it's just classic trauma. You know, nineties trauma. <laughs> but yeah i i definitely have to put lloyd there just because his obviously his movies aren't the greatest because it's be trashy fun but he is fucking makes some of the most entertaining ten- entertaining movies i've ever seen if in my
3: I life to, if i had to pick my top five lloyd kaufman movies it would be waitress toxic avenger one trauma's war sergeant kabuki man and then the last one's a hard it's a it's hard to pick between Terraformer and toxic avenger 4 mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that last spot's hard to fill but that's how it would be <laughs> i love, i just love Lloyd. <laughs> uncle Lloydy. i love it my first in, my first introduction to trauma was uh the toxic crusaders cartoon i was like in the first grade <laughs> when i saw like like before going to school, this a weird cartoon with the character called Toxic Avenger came on and I was eating it up. And then it wasn't until when I was like I wanna say eleven or twelve when when I was I, I saw the VHS in the in Hastings when Hastings was still mostly just a rental store back then. Yeah. And I was like I saw the Toxic Avenger and I was like, Hey, that's that guy from that cartoon I used to watch when I was like a little little kid. So I rented it, and I was like, "This is not like the cartoon." <laughs> See the kid get, get get his head run over, and all this other stuff. I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> that was a great introduction <laughs> to trauma.
1: I love it. All right. Well, for.
2: I really only have three I can think of that seem to get a lot of popularity that I just don't really care for, and that is Eli Roth, Stanley Kubrick. Um, I feel like the older I get, the less and less I actually like The Shining. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and Jordan Peele. I mean, he's doing, he's like, I respect him for doing his own stuff, and being successful but a lot of his writing I just it just does not resonate with me and that's about all I could come up with for I mean I have like I'm sitting here looking at a picture of Rob Zombie trying to decide if I like him or not (laughs) (laughs) because I do
3: you, you like the Firefly, trilogy. but I
2: don't. <laughs> At the same time, sure. you, you you like you like the Firefly family. I like and... the cartoon he did, the L Super Bisto. I thought it was really funny. Um, I I feel like Thirty One was such a huge missed opportunity. I feel like it, it could have been the best movie of the year, but it was just done dirty by Rob Zombie, in my opinion. But He's a hard worker. There, I love watching the documentaries he's, on his movies
3: because he's, he's an artist. Workaholic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he knows what he knows what he wants, and he's going to get it. So I respect him.
2: I respect him enough to keep him off of my list for no nos. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll stick with the, the three I chose: the Eli Ross, Stanley Kubrick, and Jordan Peele. Okay, I like it.
3: All right, well, on my list, the five that i decided to present this evening. Uh, first, a big one, Dario Argento. I'm not a fan of his. I think he's overhyped. He has some good movies, like, you know, you have Phenomenon, you have Deep Red, Suspiria. Yep. And I know he's responsible for opera, but I think most of his movies are bland, boring um, I don't think he's an interesting filmmaker at all.
0: I, I've only I, seen I a couple
3: of his movies. Yeah, I, I just, I, I
2: don't like his style. Demons um, was fun. What was that? Demons? That was Dario Argento, wasn't it? Well, he didn't direct it; he produced it. Okay. Well, yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> that was, I think, wasn't that? Oh,
3: Demons is great. I love that movie too. <laughs> Uh, and I like and I like demons too. Also, those are both good movies. First one's the best, though, of course. But of course, (laughs) um, what wasn't it? Lomberto Lomberto Bavi, Bavi, who directed those? I think, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so Agento his his directing, I don't much care for. I just I don't find him interesting. Um, this won't surprise anybody. David Cronenberg. I don't think he's great. I love Scanners, and I love The Fly. And that's it. I haven't seen Videodrome yet still. And I don't feel like paying 25, 30 bucks to buy it, to <laughs> check it out. Cause I'm afraid it'll be a disappointment. But um, yeah, David Cronenberg, not a fan of his, his stuff usually bores me. Those are the two movies that don't bore me. And I love those yep. two movies, but yeah, I, I'm not a fan of his. Um, Eli Roth. The only movie that I think he's done that's good was really Death Wish. Um, I really
1: do love Death Death Wish a lot.
3: Yeah, with Bruce Willis, I really like that movie. Like Cabin Fever is entertaining, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> not. The hostile movies are are not good, and I just I have no interest in like the Green Inferno and stuff like that. I just I don't like his movies. You don't like most, pancakes? I, I like to... Death Wish.
2: What's that? You don't like pancakes? <laughs> I said, "Cabin Fever is entertaining, <laughs> but it's not a good movie." <laughs>
3: Didn't I give it like a two or something in our rating? I like
1: I, that. I think so. I don't quite remember.
3: I, don't, I mean, it's it's not great, but it is entertaining. But um, Michael Bay, of course, his, his movies are just like loud nightmares. <laughs> just <laughs> the, they're they they're, they're 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 an attack on your senses just i really love bad boys the first one uh since he directed that bad boys 2 was just I, i don't hate bad boys 2 but it's not a great movie armageddon's just blah i
2: hate that movie
3: transformers i gave the first transformers movie a pass because i heard about the budget so i understood why they were focusing more on the human characters but then when the second movie came out and it was more the same just louder and and bigger explosions and whatever that's when i was like okay yeah these transformer movies they they suck and they do i hate them um cause it's a movie about transformers but we're we're just following the, the the humans are the main characters it's stupid so i i hate those movies like and i don't i don't hate michael bay per se i just don't like his movies you know i just he makes his movies and they explode and whatever <laughs> and it's fine you know go go for it man just just stay away from my transformers man that's all, that's all i ask really? and then the last one paul fague or feige or how you pronounce his name who directed bridesmaids ghostbusters 2016 i don't like this guy he his movies, <laughs> are, his movies are not funny he, he directs mostly comedies and they're not funny they don't make me laugh his His response to the hate on ghostbusters was ridiculous, and so was all the actors too who are involved who basically were bashing on the haters and saying stupid stuff like oh yeah they're they're they still live at home with 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 mom and dad and but I'm like so just because they don't like your movie, that means that they're losers is that that's basically what they were saying. That's what I felt like they were saying. I'm just like, maybe he just made a crappy movie and people didn't like it, you know? So, I mean, and he, and I've seen him in interviews and I personally just don't like this guy. He gets on my nerves. He's only done one good thing his entire career. And that was being one of the camp counselors and heavyweights. That <laughs> I like, forgot about that. Yeah. He he's, he's the skinny camp counselor who everybody makes fun of. Cause he used to be fat, but then lost weight. And they always pick on him. That's the only good thing he's done his entire career. Acting, directing wise. It's heavyweights. I don't like Paul Feig. I have no interest in any of his work. Like even Bridesmaids. I mean, Bridesmaids is like a two and a half or two. It's It's a chick flick with crude humor. That's all it is. And it's like two, two and a half hours long. And I sat and I watched the whole thing like ten years ago when it came on a movie channel so I was like okay everybody's you know is talking about this movie I'll give it a shot and I laughed like maybe once or twice that whole time it's not a good movie it's boring and it's just the the man the man has no talent behind the camera that's all I have to say he's not he's not good at any of that I just I don't like him I don't like his movies He's he's just awful
0: I have a
2: fun fact for you about heavyweights, Ted. Um, the camp that it was shot at, uh-huh. I'm, I'm sitting like 10 minutes away from it. Oh, that's awesome. And the high school, there was a high school where part of it was filmed at. I'm like even closer to that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. You
2: should like <laughs> go there and record yourself. <laughs> the camp is private. I think it's like a Boy Scout thing oh it is oh, okay nearby. yeah and then the high school's a high school i don't want to go hang around at a high school oh definitely not yeah, but yeah. That innately in yeah itself i'm not talking about, the high school. <laughs> I'm talking about the camp yeah I'm talking
3: about the camp <laughs> <part>. <laughs> Jeez. but if it's private yeah well well it's like you know when uh, they did the when when shout released the sleepaway camp blu-rays for like the second one well i mean well the same area was used for two and three because it was filmed they are both filmed at the same time but uh they found the area where parts two and three were filmed and it's just been like completely abandoned at that point when they were filming the, when they went there to, you know, film a location like, like the pool was still there, but it was just nasty filled with nasty water and everything was overgrown. And some cabins had like collapsed or, I mean, it was really, it was an interesting bonus feature, mm-hmm. but it's like, just, just, it's like nobody had been there since they had filmed parts two and three and then left. And, it's just left to rot. Jeez. (laughs) But yeah, so that, that was interesting.
1: Hmm. Um, so for me, I, I'm so this one's hard for me with like the least favorite, uh, just cause I generally can find something good and whatnot. Um, the two that I probably would go with would probably be Eli Roth. Uh, I do like Eli Roth. He, I think he's fucking great just because he's such a fan of the genre. But just if we're going based off of like the, like the amount of movies that I haven't liked of his, that he's done. I, cause the only two that I've really liked are Death Wish. And, you know, I, I do kind of like Cabin Fever. Uh, but beyond that, I haven't liked any of the other movies he's, he's really done. Um, so he'd probably be, on, on that list for my least favorite and then beyond that i would probably go with argento as well just because there aren't many of his that i like and obviously as the years went on um his quality in movies definitely got worse you know after the 70s and 80s so i mean he hasn't really made a good movie in a very long time um yeah, I mean, like i remember trying to watch um It was the last of
3: his mother trilogy or whatever Mm -hmm. it's called. And it was like, it was actually called what mother of tears. I got like maybe 20, 30 minutes and it's rare. I do this, but I just had to shut it off. It was like, it again, it was like on a movie channel. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give this one a watch like 20, 30 minutes into it. I was just like, nah, I can't do this. This is just not good. And I, I shut it off and did something else. I just, you know, I mean, everybody has their own taste. I just think Argento is just, he's, he's overrated. I don't, I don't think he's that good. Yeah. He's got a few good, a few good ones, you know? I mean, when, when you have a directorial career, that's like nearly 50 years, you're bound to have a few good ones, but <laughs> when, you ha- when you have a few good movies and the rest are just hot garbage that, you know, it's, nah, you make my list. That's how
2: it that happens. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of really good producer credits. He's produced some good movies. I think he should just stick to that. I I really like Clown. Clown was good, and Haunt was amazing. It was probably the best movie of 2019. Oh, definitely.
1: I would agree. Uh, I
3: haven't seen uh, Haunt yet. I'm saving that for Halloween this year. Haunt is amazing. You are going to love it. I bought that that big, expensive Blu-ray set from Ronin Flicks, so I've just been... I almost popped it in, but I was just like, you know, we just have a few months till October. So I'm just like, I'll wait.
2: You know, Pop I liked him there. as an actor, too. And in Glorious Bastards, he was pretty good. But I I just, I, I can't resonate with his his directed movies other than the two that we mentioned. I think it's funny that he made all of ours worst or least favorite with. <laughs> right <laughs> I mean, he's the only one that was in common for all of us <laughs> Like like phenomenon you know you've got jennifer
3: Canelli, uh, you've got donald pleasance you have a good cast for that movie christian have like deep red and suspiria like i said and gosh i can't remember if he even directed opera i think he just produced that too i gotta check that really quickly because my brain is being stupid right now that's why that's why i need sean here sometimes Right. He knows more about Argento than I do because I pretty much just, you know, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but now I gotta check this out. Yeah, he did. Okay, he did direct opera. That's right. Okay, so yeah, so you have you have like those four movies. Everything else, I just don't give a crap about.
1: Yeah, it's there's only a few of his that I actually really do like, and everything else I'm just either kind of met or don't like periods so it it, it it wasn't too hard to put him on that list but beyond that I can't really think of many other people uh, that have actually made good movies um, that I would put on that list because I mean you could talk about uh, uh, what's his name Iwibol you, you know to the fucking I was getting ready
3: on. for somebody to put down their list.
1: <laughs> There's fucking nothing that he's made that's worth watching. I mean, it's he's a trash director, so fuck him. I didn't, I, I
3: didn't put him on my list because I was just like, as like one of these other guys are going to put him on a list.
2: I'm just not going to try.
1: <laughs> he's not even really worth mentioning. It's just, <laughs> just, just let him go into obscurity and just leave it at that.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised no one like mentioned anyone really old like Hitchcock or. You know, someone along those lines. Hitch- Hitchcock isn't in my favorites. Um, he he's done some
3: good movies, but I'm not I'm not in love with him. Yeah, I, I love I love Psycho, and you know he did The Birds. I know people always talk about Vertigo and things like that, but he he's not yeah. he's not my least favorite either. I mean, he's made a lot of good movies, but it's just you know, it's he I, it just doesn't really resonate with me a lot. You know. Yeah, but it does, but it doesn't. You know, it's not like, oh man, his movies are trash. I just don't like them. No, it's not that. It's just
2: I really just know like Birds and the Psycho mm-hmm. movie. Yeah,
3: um,
1: Rear Window is is another one of my favorites. Um, those would yeah, probably Rear Window.
2: He did that. I forgot
3: about that. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep, with Grace Kelly. That that one's always a classic. And then James Stewart. So, but yeah, those would probably be my three of his that I actually like are Rear Window, Psycho, and uh, The Birds. So.
0: All
2: right.
3: But yeah. Okay, uh, don't 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 you like Birds 2? Land's End?
1: I haven't even I seen that, so
3: I saw that uh, once as a little kid and I don't remember anything about it.
2: <laughs> I am also surprised we didn't get a edition of Jason Blum from Isaiah.
1: Well, he's not a director though, he's just a producer.
2: He's he hasn't directed anything?
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. Nope, he's strictly just a producer.
3: Ne- next week's episode is our favorite and least favorite <laughs> producer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Isaiah will be sure to put him on there. <laughs> Fuck you, Ted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, any 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 other people you guys want to talk about here before we end this?
3: Uh, I'll, I'll do another honorable mention for my favorite. Sure. I, I, I love Jim Wynorski. <laughs> he yes, Wyn- Wynorski is definitely good. I love, I, I love the stuff he did in the eighties and the nineties, two thousands and beyond. It's like mostly he was forced to do like those dumb Cinemax stuff, you know, that basically are softcore pornography or whatever, but. But but I mean the eighties, I mean he had like Death Stalker 2, Big Bad Mama 2. I love Big Bad Mama 2. That's a great movie. Um, Choppy Mall, of course, and Transylvania Twist. Um, you know, he did the Haunting of Morella, which is a really good horror film. Um he did uh great kids' movies like Munchie, Munchie Strikes Back, um Um ghoulies four isn't my favorite but i know sean loves that so i'm throwing it out there for sean <laughs> yeah. um yeah he did you know he did some oh, even the early 2000s he did some direct to action stuff like star like treat williams and stuff like that like there is a uh, absolute zero what Was it called absolute zero i have Haven't i have a bunch of them on dvd they're in my toe box in my closet he, he did a lot of that stuff in the early 2000s um Technically, Arnold Schwarzenegger did appear in one of his movies because I'm sure we talked about this before, but back then, like, you could buy footage from studios, and he bought some footage from, like, Last Action Hero. So there's a shot in one of those action movies he did in the early 2000s where it's actually Schwarzenegger driving a car. It's from the back, but it's from Last Action Hero, and it's great. (laughs) It's just like Arnold Schwarzenegger technically appeared in a Rynorski film. (laughs) So... But yeah, I love Ronovsky. He's he, he's made some, a lot of fun movies.
1: Yeah, Ronovsky. And he's
3: definitely. and and he's written some good ones too. Like, I mean, he wrote Forbidden uh Forbidden um Oh gosh, what was it? Forbidden World, I believe it's called. For Corm- when he when he when he's still working for Corman. Mm-hmm. Um or Forbidden Planets. That's a good little sci-fi horror film. It's basically like Alien, but not not like alien i don't know how to explain it but it's it's an entertaining Mm. movie okay very cool it's
1: a good call out because I, i i forgot about him too but yeah he's made some pretty decent movies i like it all right and we would also love to know what you guys think too you can feel free to reach out to us through our social media we're on instagram facebook and twitter all at cls podcast we hope you enjoyed this week's episode are there any final words as we leave don't piss into the wind
2: Um, what about in dry heat?
0: (laughs)
1: My God,
2: I don't think that changes the original (laughs) advice.
3: (laughs) No, I'm actually asking you a legitimate question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. All right. Well, <laughs> there's nothing else. Once again, we appreciate you
0: guys checking out this week's episode, and we will see you guys next week. This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe cappers.